Bear Truthers, welcome back to episode 27 on the Bear Truth Podcast. In today's episode, we will be talking about some things that I have uh, went through in Georgia. As you guys know from last episode, I said that I would be going in Georgia. Uh, it has been two weeks later after that. I came back after two weeks. Some things happened. And maybe some of you saw my YouTube channel. And we're going to also talk about some other things, some popular things that are going on right now on the news. And we'll talk about some spiritual things and what we can learn from these things. So without wasting any time, let's dive right into these topics. So before we get into these topics... As always, let's start off with some scripture because that's the right way to start off. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10 to 12 say, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Amen. So, brothers and sisters in Christ, um, some things are going on again in the world, and um, I wouldn't say they're very new things. Uh, I read this Bible verse because there are many things of darkness going on in this world today. And if you feel tired because of it and you feel frustrated because of it, know that you're not fighting like this Bible verse says in Ephesians. You're not fighting any flesh or blood, but it's evil spirits. It's the devil fighting through people and using people today. This is what's going on. This is what the war is. It's a war against God and the devil. You don't have to worry. You don't have to be exhausted. You don't have to give up because, first of all, God has already won the war. And secondly, when Christ comes, he said he will trample all over Satan and his army. He will destroy them and send them eternally into eternal damnation forever. So victory in Jesus, yay. We have that. Don't give up. Keep strong. So... First of all, the first thing that you all know about, and I'm pretty sure you already know what I'm going to say, it's the Ocean Gate Titan submersible that had uh, was uh, imploded, and five people died in there. So first of all, Ocean Gate, people get this confused, is actually a U.S. company. It's a privately owned U.S. company called Ocean Gate, okay? and it's based in Everett, Washington. The CEO of that company is Stockton Rush, who uh, who died in the submersible, actually, alongside with the four other people. Two other Pakistani people, a, a businessman and his son was in there, and two other people alongside with Stockton Rush in the company went into the submersible. And they have found out that the day they lost communication, the day that they dropped them in there and lost all communication, that's when they say that the submersible imploded and uh People died instantly inside the submarine. Um, and for those of you who don't know what implosion is or what imploded means, just imagine it simply as, um, first of all, the water pressure causes that, right? And just imagine it simply as you set a, you drink a Coca, you know, a, a Coca-Cola or something, you set the empty can on the ground and then you get your foot and you step on it. Simply, that's exactly what happened to the submersible the water pressure being so uh, obviously so hard on in that depth of the water crushed them like a soda can as you would crush a soda can. And then everyone in there also died. Uh, their lungs probably collapsed from all the water pressure. But uh, enough of the details of this. Um, you see, what happened was this submersible really was not supposed to go down. It was a very idiotic and prideful thing to be able to go down there. First of all, None, 
this thing, this submersible, did not pass any safety regulations, according to Canadian or anyone, according to the U.S. rules, according to the Canadian rules, according to other people's rules. It did not pass the safety regulations. But the guy, Stockton Rush, did not care. And he said, I'm going to go down there anyway. People like that wanted to go down to visit, to tour, tourism was not supposed to be allowed in that, basically. But Stockton Rush, the CEO, he didn't care. He said, we're going to go down there anyway in that really poor submersible that was built. Um, and he went down. And what we can learn from this is, of course, you know, pride caused this man to go down and to do this. He said, you know, who's going to stop me? As you all know, the reason the Titanic sunk was, first of all, we know that they said that even God wasn't be able to. Even God wasn't going to be able to sink that ship. And guess what happened? God sunk that ship. And this guy, Stockton Rush, the CEO, had basically the same kind of mindset. He said, who's going to stop us? Well, God is there. So brothers and sisters, when you heard this world say this before. You've heard the world tell you this before. You've heard people tell you this before. Teachers and adults out there. They said, go follow your dreams. Go achieve them. Go grab them, right? Well, look where Stockton Rush and his dreams brought him. Look where his achieving dream of going down there to do this brought him. It brought him to death. Brothers and sisters, when you hear this phrase, go follow your dreams, it's the, probably the most demonic thing you could probably say today because God does not say anywhere. Jesus did not say anywhere in his word, in the holy word he gave us. He did not say anywhere in there, go and follow your dreams because he actually said instead of that, Put away your desires, come follow me, and your desires will be my desires, and your plans will be my plans. That's basically what the gospel tells us, right? It didn't say go follow my dreams. It just said go follow Jesus, and whatever Jesus wants for you will become what you want for you as well. Because Jesus knows what's best for, Jesus knows what's best for you, not you, right? Clearly this man went against the Bible. His pride, you can see clearly where pride, and this Bible verse fulfills here. Pride, you all know this Bible verse, pride goes before destruction. Again, the Bible verse in the Bible says pride goes before destruction. And look at Stockton Rush where pride had brought him. It brought him before destruction. All right. So when you hear people say, follow your dreams again, this is not God's will. If you go too far, like this man Stockton Rush did, it'll bring you exactly where it brought him. Let this be a lesson. I believe God wants us to teach us. He let this go viral. He let this happen to teach us. Don't mock God. God is not mocked. Don't go achieve your dreams. Don't be prideful because God hates pride. Follow Jesus because he knows what's best, not you. Don't trust in yourself and what you are able to do because clearly this man Stockton Rush trusted in himself, trusted in his capabilities, and clearly it brought him to destruction. Let this be a life lesson. Don't trust in yourself. Don't trust in yourself and what you're capable to do. Don't trust in your own mind. And do not be prideful because pride goes before destruction just like it was for Mr. Stockton Rush. And sadly, you know, pray for their families. Even though this happened, pray for their families because they're probably going through hard times right now. It's not easy when you lose a family member. You all maybe listening have lost a family member before. So you don't want anyone to feel that kind of pain either. Pray. Pray for these people and their losses and uh, pray that we would learn, that the world would learn from these things because I'm pretty sure everyone in the world heard about this whole Ocean Gate thing. And not only one detail I left out was uh, 
how I said with the safety regulation, um, when the Canadians brought them out, they're like, you know what? Okay, fine. You want to bring out, you want to go dive down to the Titanic. You want to go and bring your submersible. It's not passing our safety regulations, but you know what? Because you're pushing us to do this, we're going to give you some papers to sign and we're going to write death three times because that's what the, the waiver said. They made them all sign. And at the beginning of that waiver, it said the, the word death three times that there is a chance of death. And again, pride brought them to death, to destruction. Think about where they went. Are you ready to die? Are you going to go home with Christ? Are you clean? Right. Think about these things. Moving on from this. It's still Pride Month right now. As I'm speaking, it is June 24. Uh, this will June 24 is not the day this will come out. This will come out on a Wednesday, whatever date Wednesday is. Um, but Pride, it's still going on. Uh, as you know, I went down into Georgia. I was invited to speak at a church. And for those of you who are interested to hear me, you know, speak in church. Those of you who are interested in hearing the sermon, I'll put the sermon in the link of the description of this podcast and you can go watch it and hear it also there is a youtube video i can also put in the link of the description if you want of me going out and evangelizing against pride month for those of you who have not saw yet i'll put that also in the link of the description for those of you who are interested so in cincinnati and in nashville i found out that today june 24 2023 there was pride parades and i saw some disgusting images some disgusting things are happening here. And these are, again, if you feel like you want to give up and you want to just, you're done. Remember, it's not against flesh and blood, but it's against these principalities of darkness of this age. It's against demons. Demons, these are people are demon-possessed. Not only are they mentally unstable, but they are demon-possessed, right, by Satan. And so you have to stand up and you have to proclaim God's word. For those of you who uh, have gifts, don't just stay inside all day and think that God's will is going to be done. You have to use that gift God gave you. And if you feel like you don't have a gift, then what are you waiting for? Go to God and ask him. Say, God, I want to serve you. Please give me a gift because the Bible says that those who ask with faith, they will receive, especially if it's for God's will. So go on him and ask, God, I want to do this for you. But don't copy other people's uh, callings. That's a big mistake people make today. This is what God has showed me. And let me give you a small testimony. Before I left to Georgia, I had a dream that people would copy the sermon that I spoke there, that people would copy what I would say, that my church specifically would copy what I would say, that people outside would copy what I would say. And how? what was the point of this? What was God trying to show me? God was trying to show me that this is proof that today – People are not inspired by the Holy Spirit. Rather, they just copy what other people say. It's not a God-given message for, straight from God to you, but people copy the messages today. This is what's going to go on in churches. Be careful. Just be inspired by God to do what he wants you to do. Read his word. Pray, and he will tell you what to do. Don't copy other people. Don't try to do those things because then you really were not inspired by the Holy Spirit. It was just something you copied. There's a difference between being inspired and being copying other people right but getting that out of the way again i went in georgia to talk about pride we went out and talked with people some things i did not record but i recorded the main things and i i posted the main things so first of all let's start with georgia the state of georgia um was a republican state for a, an extremely long time it's every 
I mean, for the 13 years of my life that I lived there, because I was born in Atlanta, Georgia, me and my brother were born in Atlanta, Georgia. And for those 13 years of my life, Georgia was, was a Republican state, right? It was a Republican state. And now, surprisingly out of nowhere, now it's just changed in these modern days to Democratic. Now, I'm not saying that I'm Republican and I'm not saying I'm Democratic, but just I want you to understand that there was a dramatic change out of nowhere, right? Being Republican for an extremely long time and then out of nowhere being Democrat. There was an extreme change going on here. And then we see what these Democrats have brought, right? Things such as pride and gay, I remember, were not actually accepted into Georgia. These things were not accepted into schools. But now that I went, and I went there a couple of times, it's not the first time I evangelized, for those of you who catch up on YouTube with me. It's not the first time that I evangelized there. When I went out to evangelize, it seemed like people were very lost. They knew they knew who God was, obviously. They knew who Jesus was. Some of them just said he got, uh, Jesus was a man. He was just a prophet. And I asked them if they're Muslim, and they're like, no, we're not Muslim. One of these people were like, no, I'm spiritual. And this woman also told me that she's spiritual. I'm like, you know, if you hear someone say they're spiritual, you can automatically think, and this is not judging, it's whatever they believe in their spiritual thing, it's demonic. Okay, if they said they're spiritual, they're demonic. Okay, because demons are spiritual. The Jesus said in the Bible that even the demons believe. They can just believe if they want, but even the demons believe. It's not enough to believe. Spiritual, being spiritual, it's not something that's enough. And being spiritual could mean anything. And to be honest, being spiritual means you're demonic. You serve. And their actions have really showed that because a lot of you know about this new age demonic junk, which they trust in crystals to protect them. And to they pray to crystals that they will. This is witchcraft. Witchcraft was never in the South like this up until these democratic days. I'll be honest. It seems like a little bit too much freedom has roamed around into this world. And just like the Bible says, we think that freedom is what we can do whatever we want and that we can sin. That's not freedom. That's you're chained. And so that's not freedom. Remember, brother and sister, you doing what you want is not freedom because the word of God says that you're chained. And if you're chained to these sins, you're not free. You're free within Christ. Unchained. Delivered from all these sins. And again, we went out and talked to a lot of people. Some people were like, oh, yeah, you know. I'm a Christian. I believe in Jesus Christ. He's a son of God. Yeah, we got, we're going to go to heaven one day. But then after that, we talk, We started talking about pride, and they said that, yeah, I support LGBTQ. And I gave them the verse from 1 Corinthians 6, 9, which clearly states that homosexuality will not enter the kingdom of God. None of them will inherit the kingdom of God. But uh, they, they need, their excuse was that the Bible was changed it was added in the 1900s. That's literally every LGBTQ excuse. Every prideful person, every person that supports LGBTQ, that's the main excuse that they give. That homosexuality was added into the Bible in the 1900s. They don't believe in the whole Bible. They don't believe that it was, in, that it was inspired by the Holy Spirit, that they believe it was just men that wrote it. That's all their excuses. So their actions, their thoughts, the way they think clearly states that they are not Christians because the word of God says that very distinctly and directly, the word of God says that it is all inspired by the Holy Spirit, even though it was written with man's hands, it was inspired directly by the Holy Spirit. So just there, bam, they have shown that they are not Christians because 
brothers and sisters, don't forget Christian, Christ, right? The beginning of Christian is Christ, right? So, and then the end of it is Tian, T-I-A-N, Tian. Christ, Tian. Christ means Christ, and then Tian means like. So Christian means Christ-like, to be like Christ, to act like Christ, to imitate Christ. And if you, it's a privilege to have this name, to wear this name. And clearly people don't understand that and people don't value that because they are not Christ-like. They call themselves Christians and they're not Christ-like. So this is issues. And again, there was parades in Cincinnati, Nashville, disgusting things going on. And these are things to keep in mind, not to scare you. They're not to worry you. They're not to make you fall down and cry. These things are actually, take them as rather motives to stand up. Take them rather as I need to do more. Take it rather as I need to be more serious. I need to be ready for the coming of Christ. Learn from these things. You shouldn't be scared about what happened with the ocean gate, submersible thing. Don't be scared about those people dying. Don't be scared about what's happening with the pride, especially in this month. Take it as a wake-up call and say Christ is coming soon because he's coming soon. And brothers and sisters, like I said in many other different episodes in this podcast, if you are caught with one sin, if you are living a hypocritical life, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. You will not go home with him. You will not come. So be ready. Be ready for the coming of Christ because Christ is coming soon. These are things not to scare you. Worse and worse things will come from now on, like I have said to you all, very truthers. But brothers and sisters, coming to an end, learn from these things and be prepared and stand up. Use your gift. And you feel if you feel like you just don't have a gift or you don't know what your gift is, come before God and say, God, what is my gift? God, give me a gift. I want to do these things for you because he will bless you and give to you, right? Do all things for the glory of God. Praise him in all things. Be ready and stand up for the truth. Judge righteously the word of God says. And what does that mean? Use the word of God to judge. Don't judge according to your mind. Judge according using the word of God. And whatever the word of God says, use it to correct people because the word of God is for correction. But coming to an end, God bless you all and may he take care of you. Coming to an end of episode 27 on the Bear Truth Podcast, I hope I was able to be an example for you and to show you to be real Christians. You must be a doer of the word not just talking but you must be also doing it must be seen through your actions a real christian has christian actions a real christian will be christ-like you will be a distinct difference between this world and you and again how i said in the middle of the podcast if those of you who want to hear the sermon that i was invited to speak at at the church in in georgia the link to that sermon that i spoke will be in the link of this description, if you want to see the evangelism I did in Atlanta, Georgia, the link of that YouTube video will also be in the link of the description. The email will be there. The podcast will be there. So, and the YouTube channel will be there already. So, go check it all out. There's many things you can see at in the link of the description. If you want to email us, like, any suggestions that you want to want us to talk about, any prayer requests, we can add you on here so that we can pray for you. Or if you want to come on and share a testimony and speak, no no worry, don't be ashamed. But coming to an end, thank you all for listening to episode 27 on the Bear Truth Podcast, and we'll see you all next time on episode 28. God bless you all.